Hey guys, this is uh, Creston and Omar back again with another Quality Tech Talk. You know, serving you our uh, our thoughts on the tech industry, what's going on, what's happening, what's up, what's upcoming, and uh, what we think of everything. Today we're talking about sandwiches. Nah, I'm just playing. <laughs> uh, today we're actually, in addition to sandwiches, uh, talking <laughs> about the future of uh, mobile phones. Yeah. And uh, you know, is it really the future? Or is this just kind of smoke and mirrors that these tech companies have kind of given us to uh, salivate over? Uh, so last week or about a week and a half ago, Mobile World Congress in Barcelona wrapped up. And obviously before that, the Galaxy S10 was announced, uh, which kind of stole a lot of headlines. But there was a lot of stuff that was announced. Remember so the last one, kick Apple's butt. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and so we, you know, obviously foldable phones are the big story. Um, Sony has a new phone with some crazy aspect ratios. I think it's pretty sweet. Um, the Nokia has a phone with five cameras on the back, and uh, LG LG came out with um, a phone that uh, reads your blood vessels. My hand. So you know. You know what? What are these phones? I mean, are they are they worthwhile? Are they just gimmicks? Um, you well, know, go ahead, Chris. So the the, the Samsung, you got the Samsung um, foldable phone, your Samsung Fold. Sorry, yeah. and then you have the uh, Mate X, right? Yes. Um, I don't necessarily think it's the future. Mm-hmm. I think it's just I think it's an it's a great idea. Right. Um, I do feel like it's a great tool for maybe people in business, maybe uh, geeks like myself, or uh, but I don't think it's a mass market thing. I think it's uh, an, another toy, you know. So yeah, it'll sell, but it won't sell like crazy numbers. Um, and I mean, for it to be the future, uh, I'm still waiting for something to be paper thin. I'm still waiting for me to, you know, throw my phone on the table and then I get the Iron Man set up and I can, you know, start turning and doing things, you know. So I'm waiting on something like that for for it to really be called future. What do you think? For me, I think when people think of foldable phones, the proof of concept that they have is what they think of. But they, like you said, they want it to be a little thinner because they look kind of clunky. Yeah, that's why you I know, say sandwich. Even the um, even the Huawei, which is supposed to be the more elegant of the two that was announced. But I changed my mind on that. Yeah, yeah. is it's just you know it very much looks like a Gen One product. Right. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. it's not something where you go say, "Yeah, I want to drop my two thousand dollars on this right now." <laughs> you know, and and then it's more expensive. It is, it is, and I don't know if it's the future per se. I feel like at, at its core, tech companies have a misunderstanding of what people want. You know, like <laughs> they just throwing stuff on the wall, right, like right. see what sticks. Every time somebody comes out with something, and it's like, "Oh, this is what the, the market wants." Well, is it? You know, it's, they need to do a survey, send it out to some people, see what people say, and then you know, let's go like that. You know, I was like, oh, everybody wants a folding display because they want the big screen and they, but they want it to be compact in their pocket. Okay, and so that's fine, but uh, ultimately, it just seems like they're talking about, oh, you can do three tasks at once, and I've just never found myself having to do wanting to do three tasks at once, even with like split screen. You know, I never really. When I have when I had split screen on my phones, it's something to do. Like you know, when you first get it, it's like it's a cool thing to do. But then, like, do I am I always gonna do split screen? So I mean, three or four different things on the screen. Yeah, it's cool, you know. But I, I don't see myself like always doing that. Yeah, and for me, or where it's really gonna be cool is imagine you had like, like say something like this: a small phone, 
and then it just opened up into something about the size of a Tab S4, a Galaxy Tab S4. Okay. And that'd be good, okay, I need, I'm using GPS, I need something bigger now. You know, that's the practical application, yeah, yeah. not really multitasking. And right. the tech, unfortunately, is not where it needs to be. Right, right. Like you were talking about the whole Iron Man hologram yeah. thing. If you, had, the movie for a reason. if you had a regular phone, and you just do a little swipe gesture like that, and now you have the big screen, that'd be great. Ah, there you go, we got some future. Yeah, and uh, you know, that tech's not there. Right. But it's not ready, not even close to being ready yet right. on the consumer side. So that's why I said they're just trying to throw something out there that, that hold our attention. Yeah, and I think it's just basically, it's just two companies here showing you what they got. And I think what's going to happen is that other companies are going to take notice and make, make their adjustments, and then it becomes a better device line in a few years. Maybe the sidekick could come back. <laughs> <laughs> which one do you, which one do you think made a better phone, in your opinion? At first, and why? At first, I thought it was the Huawei because I was I'm looking I at agree. the Samsung and I was just like, like well, what, what is this? The the front screen, it's like not even taking up the whole screen. Yeah, it's a four point what six, three four point six. six. Yeah, but wasn't even utilizing all that real estate. Then you have the little um, the crease underneath the uh, or the, I'm sorry the hinge underneath this display. Which I was like, oh, okay, you know, and like I said, I looked clunky. I looked at the right, Huawei right. one. I was like, oh, that looks now nice. we got something, yeah. right? And uh, but in looking at more, Samsung seems a little more practical. And maybe again, that's just because it's a Gen One product. All this stuff isn't ready yet. Yeah. But I mean, so I'm gonna go with kind of what you're saying. I, I feel like Samsung made a better device. At first, it was uh, the Mate Ten. But then I started to really look at it, and I said, okay, you know, Samsung, they, they, they're really good with screens. Mm -hmm. It looks like they actually have three different screens. You know, you got, you know, when you open up, you got one screen. You got the hinge, which is actually a display, in my opinion. And you got the third, which is another screen. So I felt like they actually put a little bit of thought, you know, when, when, you're, when you're flipping, it kind of like goes in. You know, you don't really, it looks more Samsung-y. Right, right. Samsung would do something like that. Um, the Mate 10, yeah, it folds into one whole display, but I see a whole bunch going wrong with that. You know, it's going to fold, and then if you saw the video, when, when it folds, it kind of discolors, and then it bends back and it cuts off. I feel like over time, people keep doing that, it, it, the screen's just going to go out. Some, something's just not going to work with that thing, a whole the screen, whole, whole display. The issue, too, is because, you know, you can't bend glass right now. So these screens are plastic. So... I don't know if you guys remember, but I remember having phones plastic screens, and they scratch up very easily. Yep. Um, the colors are not going to be as good. Right. Um, now, obviously, plastic OLED is a thing, and it's not it's a lot better than what it was back in the day. Right, right. However, um, it just makes you kind of wonder, you know, it's, it's, it seems almost like a downgrade. You know, we're so used to tapping on glass and interacting with Who has with the hardest glass, glass and drop test yeah. and all that? Are they going to do a drop test with this? Yeah, I want to see that. So I think eventually they're gonna. There's these ideas are gonna be turned into something else, uh, but just right now I just can't see it as a viable consumer product, especially for two thousand dollars. You know, people already have a problem spending a thousand dollars. Like currently, yeah. Right now, the the newest S10. Uh, if you get the maxed out S10 plus sixteen hundred US dollars, which is in that territory, and it's funny to me because. That basically is the perfection of the modern smartphone, right? Okay, right, right. Whereas this is the the beginnings of maybe tomorrow's smartphone. And, you know, for, for relatively similar prices. 
And to me, right now, if you're going to spend that money, if you're going to spend close to two thousand dollars, just get the S10 Plus maxed right. out with one terabyte. Hundred percent. Why not? Some ceramic back, ceramic back, and all that. Yeah. So I think this needs another year. What um, about the uh, Razer phone? The Razer, uh, the the one that they the flip. Oh, the Moto, Moto, yeah, yeah, yeah. Moto. Uh, I so, think that name alone. That name alone is gonna get some buyers. Yeah, that's so, a that's a name. You get you have a razor back then. Oh, you was the jam. You know, this is like having an iPhone now or a Samsung now. Uh, so you for you to say, oh, I got a razor. Yeah. So what I liked about the razor is they they're taking a different thing. They're keeping it a phone. They're not right. trying to say this is a tablet. Right. So basically, the idea is that you have a big screen phone and it flips forward like a climb shell, like a flip phone. Right. Which to me, the amount I don't know about you, but the amount of people I know that say, man, I miss flip. You know, and <laughs> how you can just slam it closed when you're yeah, mad at somebody. Yeah. And I know people who would tell me if they made a smartphone that was a flip phone, I'd buy. It. Yeah. And I remember Samsung. Samsung makes these, by the way. They're in only in Korea, but ah, they make them. Really? And because in that market, they love flip phones. Okay. And okay. so I think Motorola is seeing that in their research. What size? What size display do you think that's going to be? I think when opened, it's got to be at least six. Right. Yeah, that's and dope. then closed hey. three, maybe. Oh. You know, like three point two when it's closed by the size of the original. You can do like little like you know, like you said, uh on screen dis- mm-hmm. uh, on screen display, uh little things. Yes. Yeah. So I think if you could be able to answer a phone call, um, reply to a text message, yeah. maybe post a, t- uh, a status update from Twitter yeah. or something like that. Dope. Um from the small mode and I think people would like that. And okay. then when you want to interact with it more, you just flip it open and there you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. And uh I'd be interested, and especially I'm interested to see how Lenovo slash Motorola uh, prices that. Yes. Are they going to breach the 2000 mark, or maybe they have a little sense and put on 1200 Based on the specs you just said, I, I think it's going to stay around what we got going on right mm-hmm. now. I don't think it's going to go past, it can't go past 15. Right. And no, to I, me, I don't think so. something like that, I mean, you, you think also about it, Microsoft for years have been like talking about a Surface phone. Ooh, right. and we were talking about that at work earlier uh, last week. Mm-hmm. Surface phone would be dope because yeah. the, the surface itself, the material, the way it's made, the magnesium oh, all that. Yeah. Man, you can make a phone out of that. So, yeah. and it's all this whole opening thing where everybody kind of, you know, it's it's what the in, all these industries have been doing. You know, making these hybrid devices. So what we got to figure out as consumers is, you know, what do we want? Right. Do we want a phone, a big phone that can become compact, which Kind of seems really appealing to me as somebody who enjoys smaller devices. Um, or do we want a relatively large screen device that turns into a bigger tablet? Um, or do we want some Iron Man stuff? <laughs> then, <laughs> you know? And, yeah, so I think Modo has the right idea if they actually... Now, the rumor is it's going to come out in August. So, like, like, time will tell. Like we, like we said to each other, they... you. You need somebody to come out with something so somebody can make something better. Go back to the drawing table like, okay, Samsung and Made X did this. What can we do different? And, and so, you know, that's that's all we're waiting on. Yeah, and with, with Samsung and the Mate, you kind of wonder, it's like, well, what's, like, what's the practical use of folding into a larger <laughs> display, right? Like, is six inches not enough, right? That's what you're doing on the phone. That's the other thing. I mean, you got the Note at 6.3 or 4, 4 inches. Yeah, 6.4. What is the fold going to be? Uh, so I believe 4.6 when it's closed, when it's opened, I believe it's nine, eight, eight, or seven. Nine, eight or nine inches maybe? Or seven inches. Like I think seven, seven point, point something. So that's my thing. Like, you're only going slightly, slightly bigger than a note. Mm-hmm. Or I mean, even, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. 
What do you think about uh, Nokia 8, LG G8, Sony Xperia 1? Xperia 1, I think that's pretty dope. So, also in Mobile World Congress, Nokia, LG, and Sony came out with their new phones. Um, so, you mentioned the Xperia, I'm going to start with that. At first when I saw that, I'm like, what is Sony doing? <laughs> because if you guys haven't seen it, the Xperia 1 is a different aspect ratio. So, a little backstory before... Uh, like in the age of the uh, Galaxy S5 um, and all those phones, the dimensions were 16 by 9, which is a traditional widescreen format that you see on a lot of laptops. Right. Uh, then they decided, well, we got to make it more one-hand friendly. So we'll do 18 by 9, which is just going to slim it up a little we'll bit and make it a little longer. And, and with you know, all the social media apps, everything was in portrait mode. It made more sense. Sony has gone and made this phone that's 21 by 9. Longer, even longer now. Yeah. So what I thought was like, there's reason. What's the point? You know, and the real point was is uh, that's how cinematographers uh, take uh, video with their phones or okay. with their devices. It'll be say. a good prop for them to for producers to use. You know, while they're producing. Mm -hmm. But even still, I mean, you got people like me. I, I'm a movie buff. Yeah. So like, if I can, you know, sit down and and watch it and, and watch a movie in Sony's. Uh, from their OLEDs or their, their or their TVs to an actual phone and they actually be a display, uh, you, you got something right now. There. I will say I've liked what Sony's been doing with their phones the past couple of years. They kind of are a l largely written off as just a company that doesn't get it. You know that they they had too many bezels and they had too many of this, but you know there were a few companies that still has a camera decade camera button on a lot of their phones. Other uh, fingerprint sensors, their software is generally close to stock Android. They, outside of Google and the Android One program, uh, get the updates, I think, the fastest. Okay. And so that's, you know, a big plus if you're somebody who values uh, constant uh, updating of your phone. Uh, the one, I'd like to see one in person. And, I would too. Uh, I would too. Now, speaking of Android One, that brings me to the Nokia 9. Which was a device I was incredibly excited about. Me too. Um, being a really being a photographer uh, that I think I think I'm pretty good. <laughs> so for me to see a phone with how many cameras? Five cameras. Five cameras. Each one of them do something different, but merges them together. Yeah. Uh, so there you got five 12 megapixel sensors, two color, three black and white. And now the purpose of this is everybody's like, oh well, I could do black and white photos on my iPhone. <laughs> Who cares, right? You know, the idea of having a dedicated monochrome sensor, let alone three of them. So when you're taking a black and white photo through the camera app, it's going to give you richer detail. Now, a lot of this stuff kind of goes over a lot of people's heads. Most people just want to take the phone, shoot, yeah. and yeah. call it a day. Yeah, so this won't be... I think there'll still be like a, a, a large amount of people buying it, but I don't think it's going to be like that average consumer. As someone who tried to buy it, with it being sold out, a lot of people are trying to buy it. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I think they had the right idea for because they're just going back to what Nokia always was. Yeah, Nokia like all forty megapixel cameras always and all that. have good cameras, yeah, right? That's yeah. kind of their their reputation. Two things you always associate with Nokia: build quality, uh, like the thirty three ten from back in the day, and. Uh, Having a excellent camera technology on their smartphones. Speaking of back in the day, you remember the flagship store that was downtown Chicago, mm -hmm. Michigan Ave. Mm -hmm. I went there to buy, I forgot which one, but it had a whole bunch of, I think it had a QWERTY keyboard, mm -hmm. I forgot. But, um, yeah, I did the same thing. I took yeah, a trip to Chicago. Going to that store was actually an experience. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, yeah. I loved it. You know, and uh, I remember I bought the E72, one of my favorite phones, like the little Blackberry wannabe running Symbian. Uh, if anyone remembers that operating system. Side thought, what is your favorite phone of all time? That I've ever used? Ever used. Okay. I got two. One that I just enjoyed using a lot. It was actually a Windows phone. 
Okay. Um, HTC 8X. Um, okay. Polycarbonate back, Beats by Dre audio, front firing speakers, beautiful LCD display. Okay. Obviously, huge bezels for the time, but the camera was actually really good. It's a wireless charging built in before wireless charging was a thing. Yeah, I, and I love that phone. Excellent battery life. Just felt great in the hand. Okay. Um, uh, outside of that, um, for a non-smartphone, I remember I had this Samsung I bought it overseas. It was a U900 Soul. It was one of those slide-up okay. ones. Okay. And it had a little touchpad. Yeah. And I thought that was the coolest thing ever. Mine would be the Palm Pre. Oh, I had a Pixie. I loved it. Pixie was actually Yeah, I loved the Pixie, yeah. Um, and I would have to say HTC Evo. With the kickstand. The OG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah. boy. Sorry to take it off. But, yeah, you know, yeah. I just, he said something about great favorites, so. So, but yeah, overall, with um, getting back to what Nokia was doing, you know, obviously the phone has its drawbacks. Last year's processor, in-screen fingerprint sensor. But you're buying it for the camera. So. Not good, but you're really getting that for the camera. Yeah. And which brings to LG. The G8 is um, an interesting device. Different approach to security. Yeah, so what it is, is it has this dedicated camera sensor on the top. They call it the Z camera, and the idea is you put your hand over it, it reads your blood vessels, and authenticates you that way. A little slower than a the fingerprint sensor. Yeah. But, Software could fix that, maybe. pretty cool. Yeah. Um, also, motion gestures, so you would twist your hand one way or the other to do certain tasks. Whether Kind of like what's what phone? What the Galaxy, Galaxy S4. Yeah, that's immediately what I thought of when I first saw this device. Which I thought was cool back then. I mean, you could, like, put your hand over it to, like, wake it up, or you can, like, swipe over to, like, uh, do a screenshot, or you can uh, answer calls, right. send texts. Like, it, it was pretty cool. And the S4, to me, was just the most Samsung, feature Samsung packed. phone. Like, it's like, boom, here's boom, every boom, feature boom. we have in our lab. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's what LG's kind of doing here. Uh, they're trying to give you some new feature, a new way to interact with the device. Right. The, the sad thing about it is I just kind of get mocked online. But it has some other features that are actually really cool. You know, the screen being a speaker. Whole screen of speaker. It's just pretty cool. Um, obviously, they've always had good good camera lenses, especially on the ultra-wide side. So that's still a Speaking thing. of speaker, they have like this uh, awesome deck, right? Yeah, very yeah. high-quality deck. Uh, so if you're plugging in wired headphones and you haven't gone embrace wireless headphones at all, um, it's probably the best listening experience you'll have on a smartphone right now. Yeah, that's a that's a fifty fifty thing because you know a person like me, I've always ever since wireless started, I'm like wireless everything, and so like I haven't even went back to plug in anything that unless I got to charge my phone. Yeah. Um, and anybody that's had the HTC M8 or M9 or HTC 10 or any of these LG phones with the DAC, you know there's a difference. Yeah, okay, I might have to nibble and dabble in that. Uh, but ultimately, that's the sad thing about it for LG is that they, they still haven't recovered from the G4 and all of its boot loops. And they're trying to do something and just constantly being outclassed by Samsung. Um, whether it's just the marketing budget or whatever, LG just can't seem to figure it out. So with these three phones, we got three companies that are very well known. You know, Nokia has this, has this reputation. LG makes everything so everybody knows LG. LG actually really works really close with Google. That's an awesome thing in my opinion. And Sony, you know, has been around forever as well. And they're all struggling on the phone side. Of the three companies, I feel Nokia is probably in the best position to succeed. You know, they have, they're using all of their phones. They're using Android One. So you get the stock Android experience now. Uh, quick updates. and Check out Android One. It's actually pretty dope. It reminds me of when Nexus used Nexus to uh, take the other manufacturers like Samsung and HTC and put their stock software on there. Oh, man, that's, they should go back to that. Yes. You hear me, Google? Made by Google? Do that. Come on. <laughs> but ultimately, I think 
none of these devices seem like mass market devices. No, like, just, just, there's people who are going to buy yeah, them. Yeah, of course. To say I had it, you know, I, you know, not not to add a, a little bit more time to this video, but I remember I got on the elevator with somebody um, a few months ago, and I saw his phone, and it was the uh, essential. Yeah, I literally saw his phone. Didn't even ask him what it was, and I was just like, "That's the essential phone, isn't it?" So that's one of those things where you want it's going to be like a luxury. Like you know, you see what kind of phone I have. Yeah. You know what I mean. I, that happened well um, a year or two ago when I had the HTC U11. I had the Solar Red U11. Ooh, yeah, that thing with yeah. like glimmer. It's like an orangey, yeah, cool orangey red. red. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. And yeah. I remember I was I was uh, out somewhere and I had the phone on the table and somebody actually went up to me and said, "Oh, is that the U11?" See. And I was like, "Yeah, yeah." It's and, one of those uh, things. There's a there's an aspect to that. Whereas you yeah. have the Galaxy or the iPhone, everybody knows yeah, the Galaxy. Like that, but then you got something different. It, you, it sparks interest to people that don't know or people that do know and, and it starts conversation so it, it, they'll be okay oh yeah I mean uh, I think LG probably is the closest to a mass market device of all these but again with the gimmicks yeah. um, so we want to actually thank you guys for thank you uh, thank you thank you for watching this video and watching our last video for all the people that watched that we really appreciate it got a lot of good feedback a lot of good uh, ideas for new videos so we got a bunch of stuff coming up uh, we're trying to get Two videos out a week to you, bare minimum one, the yep. schedules permitting, of course. And, uh, you know, we're just having a good time talking tech with you guys. Uh, obviously, you know, anything you want to see or any let thoughts you have, let us know. We're always open to, you know, open discussion and criticism and all right, that good right, stuff. Right. Uh, but, you know, it's Omar Creston here with uh, another quality tech talk, and we'll see you guys in the next one.